Wake yet? Thank you, choir. The book of Isaiah, as, is, as are all the prophets, very clear about one message, and that message is all your religious ritual doesn't mean squat if you're not living right. And here, Isaiah in his first chapter begins by making that abundantly clear. We start at the first verse and then pick up from verses 10 through 20. The vision of Isaiah, son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Azab, Ahaz, sorry, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the teaching of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. Do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of goats. When you come to appear before me, who asked this from your hand? Trample my courts no more. Bringing offerings is futile. 
Incense is is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and calling of convocation. I cannot endure solemn assemblies with iniquity. Your new moons and your appointed festivals my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you stretch out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. Come now. Let us argue it out, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be like snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse to rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And then we turn to Luke. We are now in the 12th chapter. We'll stay there for a little while. I want you to know that much of today's sermon is indebted to a professor from McAfee School of Theology in Mercer at Mercer University. His name is Brett Younger. Jesus is talking about the gift we have been given from the Father who has given us good pleasure. Some interpretations would say has given us things to delight in. From the 12th chapter, starting at the 32nd verse. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat. And he will come and serve them. And if he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. Also, you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Friends, This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
several decades ago, there was a phenomenon sweeping the evangelical church. It had to do with the Left Behind series of books from Tim LaHaye, those books that talked about what was going to happen in our world after the rapture. It became a sort of prank, a joke, to play on evangelical teens, particularly. Take your clothes off and leave them, or find clothes and put them in a chair and leave them. Blow a trumpet. And leave that teen thinking that they were left behind, that the rapture had happened and sucked you right out of your clothes and left them there sitting. And what were they left with? You can Google that or YouTube it or Insta, whatever it is, and find it and know that some of these kids were scared to death at the thought of being left behind of missing the rapture. That's a true story. We carry this notion of end times around with us thinking that it is a terrifying thing. Thinking that how we might serve God toward the end is something It has to do with our fear. Now you know, as well as I do, I hope, that God does not intend for us to live lives lives full of fear and anger and death and destruction and sickness and illness, but rather it is the Father's good pleasure the Father's great delight to give us things to enjoy in life. This text with all its fancy parable and all its good words really comes down to saying the Father has given you what you need. Life is short Pay attention. The world says to us, grab for all the money and power and success and sex you can, and your life will be good. But life is short. Perhaps life is worth more than just a grab for things that are fleeting. Ultimately, this text's message is that what God desires for us is great joy, the joy that only the kingdom of heaven can provide. You know life is short. I was walking the dog the other day, yesterday, last night actually, 
and met a mother and some kids on the street. And Vanessa wanted to sniff those kids and be around them. She likes kids, you know. And I was telling her about Callie. Drew and Karen's granddaughter, Callie, was in the, several months ago, was in the fellowship hall on a mat. And Vanessa would walk up to her and nudge her and then back up. And Callie would crawl to the dog. And it was a great thing to behold, this baby and this dog playing together. But I'm telling that story and I'm thinking, well, by now, Callie's probably crawling like a pro. Callie may even be walking. I don't know. Callie may be even doing differential equations for all I know. Callie's pretty sharp. And life is fleeting. It's short. Any of you who are parents or grandparents know this, right? You know that great song, Kenny Chesney's song, Don't Blink? The premise of the song is that there's a 100-year-old man being interviewed on the news and they're asking him for his best advice about life. And he says, don't blink. Just like that, you're six years old, you take a nap, you wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart becomes your wife. Don't blink. You might miss your babies growing up like mine did, turning into moms and dads. Next thing you know, your better half. A 50 years is there in bed, and you're praying God takes you instead. Trust me, friend, a 100 years goes faster than you think. Don't blink. Dr. Younger, in, his, in this great sermon I'm looking at, encourages us to do several things. Reminds us that life is short and pushes us toward those things which might make life more meaningful, the kind of life that God intends. He says this, life is too short for fantasy baseball, computer solitaire, or The Bachelor. Don't you hate it when preachers go from preaching to meddling? He could put Hallmark movies in there, Debbie. (laughs) Life is too short for microwave microwave pizza, bad novels, or having the cleanest gutters on the block. Life is too short to keep waiting for a vacation, a special occasion, or a better day. Life is too short to sit around moping, choosing despair, and worrying what people think. Life is too short to complain about those you don't like, to look for revenge, or try to change someone's opinion about you. Life is too short to be bitter over things you can't change. Want to go back to what was or always do the same thing. Life is too short to be bored, to always blend in, or to sit in the corner while the band is playing. Life is too short, please listen to this one, to skip church. Leave good words unsung or to be afraid to pray. 
Life is too short to intend to live a new life but never get around to it. We shouldn't give God things that are less than the best that God intends for us because life is just too short. Sometimes we act like we have forever. Worry about things, chase the unimportant, get preoccupied with details, forgetting why they started, why we started doing what we were doing in the first place. Jesus, of course, knows life is short. He's headed to Jerusalem where he knows he will die. And that's why he says to us, the things in this text, don't be afraid, you have been given the kingdom of God. God has given you life itself. You don't have to be frightened. Be generous. Give to the poor. Get yourself a bank that doesn't need a bailout, a bank that can't go bankrupt, a bank that you can bank on. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place you will most want to be and end up being. Earthly possessions don't matter much when you realize that your whole life is in God's hand. God gives us eternity, so all the stuff in the world is unnecessary. Only God's treasures are worth clinging to. Stay awake. Keep the lights on. Listen to this story. Some servants are busy running around doing unimportant stuff. Not giving a lot of thought to the master who's gone off to get married. But when he comes back, even if it's in the middle of the night, what a celebration they will have. He'll put on an apron and give them a seat at the table and wait on them hand and foot. The master will wait on them. Because he'll want them to see how happy he is. And he'll want them to share in his joy. Are they ready? Do they remember they work in the master's house? Do they understand the whole point of this is to share the master's joy, to live in the master's love? Or are they busy with peripheral matters that keep them from seeing what matters? Don't be distracted. Just when you least expect it, God will show up. It is God's pleasure to give us God's presence. God wants this gift to be celebrated. God wants us to understand no matter what. We're going to be okay. Brett Younger takes another shot at his life is short statements. This time from the angle that the text is trying to move us toward. Life is short, so live every day as if it was your last. 
because someday you'll be right. Life is short, so wake up, stay alert, be prepared, light the lamps, get ready, listen for the knock, answer the call, and serve where you are sent. Life is short, so do what you love and give it your best. Whether it's business or teaching or medicine, if you don't love what you're doing, you can't give it your best. Think seriously about that. Life is short, so recognize today is the only day you have. Eat dessert first. Read a good book. Ready? I love this one. Life is short, so go to church and worship. Stay awake. Ready for this one? And sing. I want you to know that at Bible school, all the kids were standing up. They were doing the motions to the song, not a one of them singing anything. I said, you are truly Vance Church kids. Don't sing a note. Life is short. Tell the truth and take care of this day. Dance. Life is short, so listen to the people you love. Tell them how much they mean to you. Visit someone else's mother in a nursing home. Life is short. Recognize that every day is a special occasion. Do something interesting. Have some fun and choose to be happy. Life is short. Forgive. Look past the faults of others, just like you hope they will do for you. Life is short. Surround yourself with gracious people. Hug your friends. Care for someone you haven't cared for. Life is short. Be courageous. Take a chance. Live so that when your life flashes before your eyes, you'll have plenty to watch. Life is short. Embrace the possibilities. Try something new. See that every day is an opportunity to dream, but don't just dream. Follow those dreams. Life is short, so breathe and think deeply. Don't give your heart to that which won't fill your heart. And make changes that will make a difference. Life is short, so celebrate God's eternity. Make time for the things that matter. And don't leave yourself regretting the things you didn't do. Life is short. Tell a friend how God's love has changed your life. Be the person who talks about Jesus. Pray hard, believe in Christ with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and strength. Celebrate the love of God. Get a life. For life is short. Let us pray. God, you have given us life to cherish and celebrate. You take pleasure in sharing your presence with us. Show us what we need to accomplish your great enterprise of love and lead us into your eternal presence. Amen.